Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. Happy Monday, my friends. How is everybody's week been? Weekend? Week? I guess it's the beginning of the week, right? Um, It's almost the holidays, which is super exciting. It's almost teachers' well-deserved two-week break off, which is also very exciting, considering it's been a long four months since the school year started. I don't know why I'm so exhausted, but like like it's like I feel burnt out. You know what I mean? Like the last two years have been some of the hardest ones teaching. And I know like I should be thankful and not complain because so many people don't have a job during this whole pandemic. Um, And I'm thankful that I still do have my job, obviously, and I'm still able to teach my students and what have you. It's just, it's a lot and it's exhausting and I'm tired all the time. I like to take lots of naps. (laughs) I just want to spend literally the whole break just laying in bed and napping. That's it. (laughs) Like, just not getting up, maybe playing Sims, maybe somebody bringing me coffee in bed. Like, that would be fantastic. That would be so great. Um, Maybe doing this puzzle. Okay, let's talk about puzzles for a second because I have this puzzle and it's so pretty. It's like the skyline of Paris. It is so freaking hard. I started, like, I did a couple puzzles when the pandemic first started when we were all at home and, like, had nothing to do. And I, like, breezed through, like, three puzzles, 3,000-piece puzzles while watching One Tree Hill. Um, and it was great. And so I got one. Um, I probably got this one, like, um, maybe, like, six weeks ago. Oh, my freaking God, it's hard. It's, like, so hard. But, like, you feel satisfied doing it. But, like, then your back hurts and, like... Then you're a hot mess because you're looking down at this puzzle and like, it's like you need to like put 10 pieces together and then you need to take a week break so that you could go back with fresh eyes because that's how tricky this one is. It's like all clouds and like, I don't know how people would do the puzzle. You guys know that puzzle where it's like, there's either, there's the sphere one, but then there's the one where it's like all one color. Like, how would you do that? That would be so hard. I feel like I would literally just throw it across the room and then my dogs would be like, why is there puzzle pieces everywhere? This makes no sense. Um, I think it's, well, obviously it's good for your brain though, but like, man, I can probably, oh, maybe over the break I can finish that and watch a lot of Law and Order. That's also 20 seasons to get through. Law and Order SVU, I'm only on season two. Just, you know, live my best life. But, um, I do have a really exciting guest today, um, Dr. April Brown. She is a marriage, she's a relationship counselor. She is a sex therapist. She wrote a couple books. Um, She's based out of Florida, and I'm really excited to talk to her today just to kind of hear her story, um, hear a little bit about what she does. She also is a vacation counselor, which we're going to learn, I'm going to ask her about. Um, Not really sure what that is, but I'm going to ask her about that and just kind of have her on and talk all things relationship and sex and intimacy and... I feel like it's going to be great, except for it's weird. Like for me, it's easy to talk about that kind of stuff when like I'm teaching my students, obviously like sexual health and development, that's easy to teach because it's like science. But like if somebody's talking to me about it and like 
especially if I don't really know them, I get a little, not shy, but like not intimidated either. Like, like, like just quiet, I guess to say. Um, so we're going to see how well this one works, how, how, how this works. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Um, yeah. So let's, let's take a quick break and then, uh, we'll get her on cause she's in the waiting room. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. I am super excited. Um, Dr. April is here with us. Hi, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. How's your How's your day going? Uh, busy, but good. I'm excited about doing this show with you. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Where are you located anyway? I'm located in Florida, in Southwest Florida. Oh, Florida. That's cool. Yeah, I'm like I'm from a small town in Canada near Niagara Falls, so... <laughs> That's, okay. that's super cool how like we're able to kind of um, like meet each other and interact this way. I think it's awesome. Yes, definitely. So yes, I, yes. I gave my listeners kind of a brief overview um, of you and your work, um, but do you want to introduce yourself and, and tell my listeners about your story? Oh, okay. Yes. Um, well, I'm so happy to be on this show and I love, um, and I remember being young and in my 20s. <laughs> so how exciting. I felt like I was like, clueless in my 20s so basically so um i'm glad to be here and offer any kind of support or advice or whatever thank you so i am a relationship and mental health therapist and um in my background when i was in my 20s i actually graduated um basically in finance and did accounting and didn't know what i wanted to do oh, wow. in life Yes, yes. <laughs> Didn't think I'd like people. And through a journey and an inspirational journey is where I landed here. Um, and, and so um, whatever I can help with mental health, the relationships, please. And I'm also a sex therapist also. Wow. Which is- that's, that's awesome. Um, that's super cool. How did you kind of go from finance and stuff to, to this line of work? That's a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was doing something that I'm good at, that's finance, I'm good at numbers, yeah. and I thought, like, if you're good at something, that's what you should do. Yeah. But sometimes it gets kind of boring. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah, and it was the same thing over and over, so kind of prayed about it, went and did a lot of volunteer work. I think volunteer work really does help, mm-hmm. and trying to find your passion, because you're actually going to spend more time at work than you do with at anything else. So it's really important that you love what you do. True, true. Um, yes. Why why relationships and, and mental health specifically? Oh, um, actually, worked at a pregnancy center. And yes, and dealt with um, women who had were having children. And um, some of them didn't have education. I actually became a school counselor first. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then relationships are things that we all have and we all struggle with. So, yes. That's that's amazing. Um, what's something, so I'm curious in terms of that, because I've never spoken with, like, a relationship, I guess, counselor, so to speak. Like, I see my own therapist for my own um, mental health and anxiety and stuff. But, like, relationships specifically, what's something that you notice many couples struggle with? Um, many times it's, of course, communication. Yeah. <laughs> and many times we learn how to communicate based on how we grew up. Yes. And so we expect our partners to understand how we feel 
and we don't know how to communicate. And when we get sometimes upset, we get flooded. We sometimes either um, splurt out some unnecessary stuff or we shut down. True. So how do like, how do you suggest couples kind of work through that? So one of the things is when you see in your partner starting to get upset or you feel that you're starting to get upset, it is okay to take a timeout. Okay. But this is something that you guys have to talk ahead of time. Okay. So timeouts look like how they do in football and basketball. It's a certain amount of designated time. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Already agree upon what a timeout looks like. Okay. Then when you start to get upset, call a timeout. And timeout doesn't mean you're right or that I'm right. It means that I love this relationship so much, I need time to calm myself. Okay. Because the one thing that I'm also seeing is that you expect your partner to be everything to calm you down and all that kind of stuff. And that isn't true. True. You're, you're supposed to be responsible for your own mental health and to calm yourself down. So it's okay to take timeouts. But I do need to say timeouts are different than just walking out and leaving the room. Interesting. Because that can be very disrespectful. So like during a timeout, what do you do? Like you just don't talk to each other for 30 seconds? Or like how does that work? Okay, timeouts <laughs> usually takes at least 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> 20 minutes to an hour, okay? And it depends. Um, for some people, they go for a walk and they exercise and they sweat, which is great. Yeah. You know, they get out that physical. For some of us who have a lot to say, which sometimes it's us women, <laughs> it's better to either scream it out in a car or journal it on paper, cuss the person out, you know, don't send it to them. Don't I, I do that them. all the time. Write letters to people I don't send to. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, because you want to show your partner the number one customer service the best customer service <laughs> not come home and just you know <laughs> yes I get susceptible yeah. to that sometimes sometimes like I find that I tend to want to communicate more with my boyfriend and like I like to talk through things like to exhaustion so like if we'll fight I want to talk about it right away and just talk and talk and talk and talk and then but he doesn't want to talk you know what I mean so I guess that's a good that's a good kind of strategy to overcome that Yes, yes, and um, just to let you know, your boyfriend is not a girl. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes we talk to our partners, um, especially if we're in a heterosexual relationship. <laughs> like, they're the same gender. I, yeah, I never not. thought of that, how, like, it's how they would react or, like, take it indifferently. You're right, you're right. Yes, he's not a girl, so. <laughs> yes, yes. You do also when you're talking to him, you have to let him know if you need his advice or if you're just venting. Because if you're just venting, many times guys give you advice and you don't want to hear it. That's facts. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I didn't want, I didn't yes. want to hear you say that. I just wanted you to listen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And men, if you're out there listening, the first thing she says is the most important. When you respond to the last thing, which is like twenty or thirty minutes or an hour later, when we've you know, added the color to things and other. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. That's so true. Um, it's just kind of going with like that same kind of train of thought. So I find too, in my own relationship, I tend to like get um, my anxiety in the way very often, which like will cause me, I, I notice to like look for reassurance when I don't necessarily need it or like get bad thoughts in my head when there's no reason to um, based on like previous trauma and stuff. What kind of advice would you give to couples or people in a relationship to kind of work through that? 
Right. Well, first thing, it's it's good to recognize that you have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I was diagnosed with it a couple years ago. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. And for most of us, sometimes we do, um, our minds are negative, so we do sometimes make up our own shit. Mm-hmm. We get upset about stuff. You know, we start to worry and then we start to think yeah. about things and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to recognize it. Yes. Um, and it's also good for your partner to understand that sometimes that you may come and ask about things, but it's just because things have popped up in your mind and you're not um, saying it to accuse someone. You're just wanting, you're just curious. Yeah. And so having those open to conversations, but it's really good some time to journal those things out before you say it to him. So it'd be better to and almost, yeah, do, to like write it out first. Yeah. And then when you do talk to him, it's, it's not, you did this, you, 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 it's, I feel I need. Yeah. That's something my therapist said I to you kind of don't make it as accusatory, recognize it within yourself first. Right, right, right. Instead of saying you're never at home or you never do this, it's, Honey, I miss you. Yeah. I want to spend time with you. And then, yeah, Yeah. and then that way, like, they wouldn't be so defensive either. I, I, I recognize those thoughts, but I, I'm really bad at actually applying them, if that makes sense. (laughs) But people think if they write it down, that it'll come true. But really, if you write it down, you let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And you see it on, because then you actually see it. So you're using another one of your senses true and then sometimes you can see that it's more rational yeah and you're like like irrational when it's up here yeah and you're like why the heck was i just thinking that it makes no sense now yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome what's um one more thing that you would encourage couples to do to kind of strengthen their relationship is there anything in particular oh yes yes um especially with young couples um and i'm gonna talk more about sex now yeah of course no of course yes (laughs) yes that all of intimacy should really be you two playing together. It shouldn't be sometimes this main, main focus on orgasm. Mm-hmm. I mean, orgasms are extremely important, and I can teach people how to have them and all that. But sometimes we get so wrapped up in, in that goal that we skip the journey. True, true, true. And we don't um, play. You know, and so for young men out there who go and just have, you know, uh, ejaculation real quick, the women out there are like, what? Godly, that wasn't even satisfying. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everybody needs to slow the roll down and just enjoy playing with each other. You know, it's like you're on a playground, <laughs> you know, playing with each other's bodies and just enjoying pleasure and yes yeah that's all that's awesome that's um it's definitely more um taboo definitely I think for people to talk about and just kind of be open with that conversation as well so just I really appreciate you obviously with your line of work you you talk about it more <laughs> but yes, I yes, I know yes. yeah I, I appreciate one other other thing that I think young ladies get so like oh my gosh um if you in your mind say oh my gosh I've never had an orgasm with my partner okay most women, it's like 60 to 70% of women cannot have full-blown orgasm yeah. through regular penetration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if you were aware of that. But yes. yes. I come from and a science background, so I knew that one. <laughs> okay, good. But yeah. sometimes women don't know. Yeah. Um, one way, of course, is fully understanding your body and, and knowing how to um, have an orgasm yourself. 
but it's okay if you can't do it through full blown. Um, through all sex is fine. It's all about the, um, <laughs> sorry, it's a hot topic. No, it's, it's totally okay. About being able to understand your body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that's important. Yeah. And to be fully present. And because if you don't um, understand your own body, nobody else is going to. Right. And how can you even explain it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. I totally love that. Um, let's take a quick break and then I want to ask you about your book. Okay. Okay. Right. So when I was kind of looking up um, your bio and everything else, I did notice that you wrote a book. It was called Improving Intimacy or something along those lines. Yeah, Improving Intimacy. Yes. So tell me yes. about it. Um, like what kind of inspired you to write a book with like on top of your, your you being a sex therapist and counselor and all that stuff? Okay. So um, I see sex as one part of intimacy. Mm-hmm. But there's intimacy with yourself. You know, intimacy really means that bonding connection. Yeah. So there's intimacy with yourself. There's intimacy with your significant other. And I'm a spiritual person and there's intimacy with your higher power. Yeah. So I decided to write a series of books. It's actually a series of books that's on Amazon called Improving Intimacy. Awesome. The first one's about self-spirit and spouse. And then the next... One's about self-intimacy, and then the last two are about the intimacy between um, partners, you know, because because intimacy can look a variety of different ways. Besides sex, there's the physical uh, intimacy of just hugging, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's, a, what, I think that's um, a stereotype that a lot of people think of when they think of the word intimacy. They just think of just the sex. No, no, yeah. there's so much. This communication, how we talk to one another. True. Yes. There's the emotional aspect, how we connect emotionally. There's also the activities, how we do activities together, where we play board games or I don't know, clue or swimming. That would be considered or, that that would be considered intimacy too. Yes, oh. yes. Yeah, I, I didn't know yeah. that. That part I didn't know. <laughs> yes, yes. So there's so many different forms of intimacy. Yeah. And if you look at the series and stuff, you'll learn all the different forms of intimacy that's awesome what is what has been your feedback after um releasing those books um it's been great that people didn't know that there's so many different ways to connect yeah yeah um and that it affects every part because in in true honesty as we come into this world we come connected to someone and we start creating that physical intimacy and that builds up everything else and it is shown that the greater, the more intimacy you have in life, the lower your anxiety is and the lower your depression is because you feel connected. Yeah. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, what's the difference? I'm curious between what's the difference between intimacy coaching, relationship counseling and vacation counseling? Because I saw like you're an expert in all three, but I couldn't figure out what the difference is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, intimacy coaching is helping couples um, become more intimate. Okay. Okay. Like, 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 in terms of like physical communication and everything. Physical communication and all that. Yes, I also do that as a relationship therapist, which I use like Gottman style about communication. Okay, vacation counseling is taking all of that and actually putting action behind it. We have retreats. 
Oh. Yeah, so vacation counseling. I actually have a retreat in Costa Rica coming up in February 25th. If you're out there and you're thinking, oh, I want to be more intimate with my partner, check out vacation counseling, and you're going to learn about communication. You're going to do activities, intimacy, like it's, zip lining with your partner. It's like that movie. What movie is that? Oh. Couples Retreat. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You're going to be out there learning, but also physically doing things that you so, learn. I didn't know that was a real thing. I only saw it in that movie. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So in Costa Rica, you'll be with a few other couples, but I also do it one couple at a time here in Florida. So if you're like, I don't want to be with other people, I want it strictly confidential, contact me and we will do a retreat specifically for you and your partner on connecting. That's so cool. Um, What do you notice the differences between like, do you notice a difference between like older couples you see, I guess, and like couples who would be like in their 20s or early 30s? Yes, I think one of the difference, um, especially, let me just talk about the 20s since that's yeah, where you're, yeah. most of you guys are at right now. Ladies, it is imperative that if he's not satisfying you or if you're like, I don't know if I really enjoy this whole sex thing, what's the hoopla about <laughs> all this? I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm not getting it. Okay. First thing, it's okay to talk to him about it. You know, many of us, um, and I'm going to say us because I've done it. Yeah. Where we've faked it. Like, <laughs> fake. Or we just lay there. And we're like, oh, my gosh. And you, and you think, is it over yet? <laughs> yeah, is it over yeah. yet? And you think maybe he doesn't feel it. Um, sometimes they don't. But <laughs> almost <laughs> men feel it. Yeah, yes. And it's okay to talk about your needs. And it doesn't mean that you're um, sometimes we're thinking as a woman and we talk about sex. It's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um that we're not Christian or we don't love God or whatever. Yeah. But your higher power created sex. True. <laughs> okay. And sex was not just used to have babies because if that was it, every time he would have been popped up with a baby. Yep. <laughs> no, but it's also used for pleasure. Yeah. 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 And it's a productive thing. And that also is one of the stress relievers. Yeah. In life. I know. So, I remember when I took, um, what was it? A part of my kin course, like um, anatomy and stuff. Like it's one of the things to like help you sleep and like all of that stuff. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that's one thing I would say. And also with the younger couples, kind of what I mentioned earlier, your partner is not supposed to be everything to you. True. Yeah. Your partner cannot be your girlfriend and all this other stuff. You find that? So, do you find that especially with younger couples? Yes, yeah. yes. You think your partner should be everything. Oh, my gosh, I cannot go to the movies with my girlfriend or whatever. My partner, yes, yes. It is okay for you guys to have a girl's night, a guy's night, a couple's night you do together with some other people. Sometimes you just by yourself on the beach. That is okay. Yeah. I think you it's – I, I know I'm susceptible to that sometimes too. Like today, for example, like I'm at um, – like a good family friend's house and he's at home with the dogs and I'm just like, yep, I'm okay. I'm fine. I can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The other thing I would say is to enjoy being in your twenties and enjoy the time for yourself. Because once you start to have kids, you know, your time for yourself decreases for sure. And women, it's okay to say no guys. I know you sometimes like as a young lady, you never say no I, to anything. I never. <laughs> you think that's rude or whatever no to a friend to a boyfriend to your parents um in all honesty i didn't respect my daughter until she really started to say no to me yeah then i was like okay 
She's okay now. She she knows her boundaries. Yeah. It is okay to say no to people. Huh. What um I do have one question for you. I don't know if it's something you can answer, but um in terms of like how would you help couples who like I don't I don't like again, I don't know if it's an intimacy thing or if it's a couple thing or like a communication thing, but like so couples who have gone through like trauma in the past together, whether that be cheating or whether that be like um like pregnancy scares or what have you like have you seen couples work through that successfully and if so like how or have you not have it like you not seen that works as successfully oh i have seen it even i'll just start with the most well, for some people the most severe is affairs okay? yeah <laughs> yeah um sometimes people do have affairs because they are looking for a hookup or looking for someone Okay, that is true. Yeah. But sometimes people have an affair because they're looking for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, they get overwhelmed or they think that they should be this certain way. Or like they're scared or whatever. Yes, yeah. So when an affair happens, number one is to realize that it happened and to be honest about it. Mm -hmm. And to talk with your partner about it. And if you feel like your partner is like, I cannot hear this, then maybe a third party yeah. to help with that conversation. Yeah. Because sometimes it just can go, you know, elsewhere. In the sense of loss through pregnancies or abortions or miscarriages, those things are also very hard for couples to get through. Yeah. Couples who do not talk about it will not get through it. So if any of those things have happened, um, you need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Even if you both agree, hey, to end a pregnancy or whatever, you really need to talk about it all the way through and even after the procedure because people hold resentment and all this other stuff. For sure. And if you, yeah. And when you talk about it, you need to talk about it as about your emotions. Mm-hmm. I think, I think um, well, like I know I've experienced personally with the whole being cheated on sort of thing and that that one's hard for me to do sometimes even if it like it happened like a year ago or whatever like it sometimes it still goes through my brain and then I get stuck like in that spot if that makes sense and I know that's something I have to work on um but I tend to what's the word like project it if that makes sense right right right. I do think um when you're um like 19 and when you're in part of your 20s you are still trying to figure out yourself yeah yes but it does come up to a point when you're in a relationship, when people get to a certain age, that you have to love a person for who they are, not for their potential. And I'm not saying this for the 17-year-old, but I'm saying this, you know, especially for the 31-year-old mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, sometimes we fall in love with a person's potential and we get stuck or we're trying to change them. Yeah. Change them from smoking, change them from You can't change a person. <laughs> a, whole, a whole lot of video games and we actually start to become a social worker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we cannot be someone's social worker and lover at the same time. True. That's yeah, that's if, fair. I never thought of it that way. Yes, yes, yes. So if you feel like you're giving your partner so much advice and you're taking them here to get a job and doing all this and you're washing their clothes and just <laughs> all they have to do is wake up basically. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not their mother either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to not work out. I'm just telling you. you yeah. 
Yeah, it's creating a disaster. Yeah. And like then yeah. like it's creating um dependency too. Code dependency, yeah. exactly. That's yeah, that's yes. no that's that's good advice. Um I have one more for you. If you could tell your twenty year old self anything or give her any advice, what would you tell her? Um Oh my gosh, when I was twenty. It could be lots of things. I have we got time. <laughs> So, um, when I was 20 and I'll be honest, I, um, actually dated a guy for four years all the way through, through college. Um, and, um, actually had a child, but we never ended up getting married. And what I would tell myself back then is I stuck with him because I thought he was the safe guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't really any fun. Yeah. 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 I was just like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And like, this is yes. where my life is supposed to lead me. And this is where yeah. my life is supposed to lead me. Yeah. Yes. I, but we didn't, I would go to parties and he sat at home and I just thought this was, yeah. So what I would tell my 20 year old self and what I've told myself is, um, I have sat down and written out a list of exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, do you think, yeah. do you think that that's like a thing that you should follow? Like that checklist? Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like, um, Blue hair, not blue, well, blue hair is great. Yeah. Blue eyes and, and and hair. Yeah. But it's about these certain characteristics that you're really looking for. And their values, yeah. Thing, yeah, there's a thing called the law of attraction, okay, which is a basic concept. What you put out in the atmosphere, you get back. So if you have a list of, you know, I want someone who's trustworthy. I want a non-smoker. I want someone who, you know, wants children or, you know. Yeah or who has certain goals in life, yeah, there's more of a chance that's what you're going to attract. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're not getting your needs met, don't stick to something. Yeah. So I guess the number one advice, if a relationship isn't working out, then you just, you think, oh, I should just stick to it because it's going to get better. (laughs) What would be, what would you tell your 20-year-old self in terms of mental health? my t- mental health um actually when i was 20 some years old i didn't really even know about mental health <laughs> true it was a lot more which, yeah <laughs> yes yes which um in all honesty the person i dated all this time actually has a, a serious mental health issue but i was not aware of it yeah yeah so um be aware of mental health guys of what it is how it feels inside your body because when it shows up, whether it's inside of you or it shows up in another person. So um, anxiety, mm-hmm. a basic definition of anxiety is when someone just constantly worries yep. about the what ifs of the future. Hello, that's me. Or, <laughs> yeah, or the stuff of the past. Yep. <laughs> yes. And one thing that I have learned um, that I didn't know, I guess, when I was in my 20s, about the what if, since I'm just going to talk about mental health a little yeah, of bit. Course. <laughs> with anxiety, um, if you struggle with what ifs, like what if this happens, what if this happens? What I sat there and figured out is how right am I when I create these scenarios in my head? And you know what I realized? That 99.9% of my scenarios that I create don't, don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what if my boyfriend's eating and he yeah. doesn't answer my phone? And I see him at, in my mind, I see him at the bar. What if he's with a girl? Business. What if, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but guess what? It never happened the way I thought it would. Yeah. So guess what? That means I'm wasting time. And yeah, yeah, in your mental, like your mental <laughs> sake, sanity. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, so it doesn't make sense to go down that rabbit hole. One other thing that I learned about um, that I would have given advice in the 20 years or anybody is not to say anything negative about yourself. That's hard. Yes, no matter what. That's hard, no That's hard what, to do. <laughs> yes, because in the end, Shelby, you're going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. True. Yeah. yeah. So you're, so you're going to say, well, talk to April. I make mistakes. Yeah, I know. I make mistakes all the time. <sighs> but I say to myself, I'm a work in progress. But people say, well, what if you had a drunken night? You wake up the next day, I'm a work in progress. I'm going to do better the next day. Yeah. But to sit there and put yourself down. And ruminate and on it. Things, yeah. That's only going to damage you later on in life. Yeah. 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 That's, yes. that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And in your 20s, you're going to make mistakes. In your 30s, you're going to make mistakes too. And my I find like, mistakes. I find like you have this idea of, well, I know for me, like you have this idea of like where you want to be and when you want to be there. Like I'm, I just turned 27 and like I have my job, uh, that my career that I started when I was 23. Like I have my own car, I have a dog, you know what I mean? And like I'm waiting for like the next ones to like kind of follow through. So I feel like that, that too, like the idea you have of where you want to be at a certain age. I feel like especially like 20 year olds or, or like anybody in their 20s, even early 30s, I'm sure, um, are susceptible to that kind of thinking. Yeah, and I ask them, um, especially when you come close to 30, where is the race? Who, who are we racing against? True, yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's a good comment, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's the race? Because some of us are actually, you know, racing, 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 say, I need to have this, 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 this. I think it's sometimes, too, like what you see on social media, right? You're like, oh, well, they just got engaged. Oh, well, like, and they're younger than me. They just had a baby or like this or that. And you're just like, you kind of get stuck in like comparing to. And I think that's maybe, maybe that would be like, if I was, if you were to ask me that, I'd be like, well, I'm racing against like my friends that I see doing it and all that. Right, right. But people, um, most normal people, (laughs) (laughs) when they're on social media, they only put up their good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then you only get a glimpse of their life. You're not getting the real story. And then others who have other issues (laughs) tend to put too much out there. True. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so it's not really accurate. And it's okay to be at your own pace. Yeah. Whatever that is. And I hate to say it because someone, I just had a uh, 20 year on the phone. <sighs> Life is tough, guys. It's tough, yeah. It I, is. Yeah. It's going to be a challenge. I agree. Yes. It's, you're going to face so many things. And like, like I said, like I'm only 27. I don't even know what else there is to face. But like, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Well, if there are one challenge, another one's going to pop up. So in the meantime, just enjoy life. Yeah. And understand that change is going to happen. Yeah. I think that's that's a hard thing. I, I do not like change. I like to know what's coming, when it's coming. <laughs> yeah, but it's change is constant in your life. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Um, that's awesome. Um, where can my listeners find you? Okay. So my name is Dr. April Brown. So mm-hmm. one easy way to find me is go to April. Just like them, um, how I spell and yep. brown, just like how I spell. That's the easiest way. Awesome. Um, if you're looking for my books, you can go on Amazon. Perfect. Search Dr. April Brown or Improving Intimacy. Yeah. And if you're thinking about the experience, um, it's called Vacation Counseling because we want you to have a vacation yeah. for couples retreats. That's, so, yes. That's so and awesome. And I have a show. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's right, a podcast called Bringing Intimacy Back. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to check that one out um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and stuff. 
Yes. Perfect. Awesome. Yep. Perfect. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time with me on your Saturday do to chat. And I honestly, I learned a lot. And you talk about a lot of things that like even I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Like you could probably see it in my face. And I was just like, I'm a little shy to talk about this, but she's going to keep going. So let's just roll with it. Um, so I really appreciate yes. that. It kind of helps me get out of my, my comfort zone too. So I appreciate that. Oh, awesome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course. Of course. And we'll chat soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you too. Take care. Okay. But talking with her was literally like almost like an epiphany. Not that like, I didn't know some of the things that she was talking about. Like some of the things was interesting to her to hear from her, but like having somebody teach you and talk to you about sex and intimacy and relationships, um, is much different, like I mentioned before the show, before I had her on, um, much different than me teaching it to my students, obviously, um, because like you're teaching the 20 year olds how to communicate and how to talk about sex and how to talk about intimacy and how to talk about that with your partner, right? So it's a lot different teaching young minds literally just what it is as opposed to helping adults and helping 20 year olds work through that themselves, if that makes sense. Um, because like, if you think about it, like your teachers just teach you like the biological aspect of it, right? Like the science behind it um, and how your body works and what your body's for and stuff like that. But nobody re- like you don't really learn in school what um, how to communicate those needs with your partner or how to communicate um, like what you want um, and how to discuss that openly and and in a safe way where it's beneficial to both partners. So I think that's really cool that um, Dr. April Brown does do that with relationships and like all kind, all ages, relationships of all ages and couples of all ages. Um, and I think it would be super cool to do like that marriage or not marriage. Well, the movie's marriage vacation, but like that vacation counseling thing, like with a couple, that would be so fun. Um, literally it's literally would literally be just like that movie and that movie's fantastic so um but no it was that was really cool and that was really kind of eye-opening and you hear always like other podcasts or other shows or movies or whatever like talking about this kind of thing but when you talk about it you're like personally with somebody um that was just a whole different experience and I would highly recommend people to just kind of have a conversation with um if you can with a sex therapist and uh um a relationship counselor or even just like talking to your partner about it like it's much different actually talking about it than it is just hearing somebody talk about it but I do hope that this helped people I hope that um people kind of were able to learn a little bit of little something that maybe can help your relationship uh whether that be your romantic relationship a friendship relationship or whatever relationship you are in um a tender relationship, I don't know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know? So I hope that people learned a little bit of something that they can take with them through their relationship because that's all I ever hope to is to help people through that and kind of just help people through the messiness of getting through your 20s and eventually 30s because I know that it's, we're all just a hot mess express and that's totally okay. Uh, but, you know, just doing what we can every day and just trying to get become a better version of ourselves every single day and I am proud of all of you that for all of you for that so uh next week we're going to talk about uh Christmas break which I'm super excited about because it'll be our little holiday edition 
Um, and I'm super excited because we're so close to the break. <sighs> so yeah, next week holiday episode, be pumped and, um, enjoy your week guys enjoy your if you're working enjoy your work week if you're at home enjoy your week relaxing i'm very jealous of you but i'm getting there and i will chat with everybody next week take care guys